Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the power of empathy and much, much more. Press was popping, baby. Jules, man, it's good to hear from you, bro. Been a minute, man. How you doing, my guy? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just <laughs> same old, same old. <laughs> just, just working. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything good, man. I can't complain, Press. I anytime I'm waking up, I'm I'm always good, man. So, so that's all, man. How about yourself? Yeah, Jewel, I've just been, I've been driving and traveling, going places, drove, drove from Chicago to Minneapolis and back this week, mm. driving okay. to Champagne tomorrow, and then got LA this weekend. Damn. i just been traveling all over the place, bro. Man, all right now. Hey, if you get a chance now, Prince, try to, if you can, get, get you some rest, man. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, Jules, I'll be trying to sneak. And I never was the guy who used to nap during the day. Bro, if I could steal an hour or two a day, man, I don't care. I'll do it because, man, you know I'm up late. I was emailing you at 4 o'clock in the morning last night or whatever the time it was. Yeah, I was I was knocked out, Press. I was sleeping for you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping for you. <laughs> you know, you, you know how I operate, Jules. I'm like, I gotta send you stuff because I'm like, if I don't do when this on my mind, I'm gonna forget, and then this is not gonna happen. Man, man, oh, I get you, man. If you need some energy, man, just touch that human dial. Just touch it. The action figure. Touch that human. Touch that human action figure. It's not a dial. It's an action figure. Just touch it go. and get and get power from it. Well, he's sitting on my shoulder right now. So okay. <laughs> 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 Oh man, I have to balance it out now and get you a skeleton so you can just balance have both of them. <laughs> that would be quite a sight. That'd be quite a sight. <laughs> All right, well, oh, let me go. Man. Let me go ahead and take He Man down now. Okay, put him back. <laughs> but no, man, I'm, it's good to chop it up with you, man. Audience, man, I know you guys have been cracking up about a lot of the listener letters that we've uh, that we've had on mm. the show. And we want to give you guys a quick update on one of the listener letters that, that came in. So you guys might remember Lisa. And that was the young lady that, that Jules and I was giving some advice to. Jules wanted a picture of Lisa. Lisa <laughs> submitted the picture, Jules. I will share that picture oh. with you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank and, you she's, and she sent it sans now ex-boyfriend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yep. So she said between our conversation and just some other things that happened that she didn't get into, she just said, hey, I'd rather just do this thing alone. It's 2023. So I'm going to just try to get out here and spread my wings a little bit. So Lisa right. was like, hey, if this man want to sit here and try to change me and turn me into a big girl, hey, I'm going I'm to I'm take, take a guy that's going to take me as I am. Yes, Lord. Okay. There's plenty of them out there, too. <laughs> And Jules, I'll, I'll share that picture with you uh, a little bit later on. But let the wifey know this is from a listener. It ain't, it ain't from ain't no foolishness going on in your phone. Right, true, true, exactly. I, I appreciate you, Prez. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, and why? And, and if she get, if she have any questions, tell her to reference this part of the conversation, wifey. Okay, it's Prez's okay. fault. Okay, Prez's <laughs> <laughs> fault. I've been good. I've been good. <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> 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 oh, 
The press gonna sit his own list. You gonna do your own list of the lessons. <laughs> Wait a minute for press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. And watch my fucking toxic ass try to give some advice to myself Ooh. and shit. <laughs> oh, we. Uh, you oh, a fool. Man. Damn, my hey. stomach hurt. <laughs> it's already. Speaking of listener letter, this okay. week's listener letter comes over from Carla. And Carla says, guys, I'm in a fairly new relationship with a really great guy. Salute to you, Carla, for that. Yeah. She says, everything was going great the first few months of the relationship. And we mutually decided it was time to take things to the next level and develop more of a sexual type of vibe with each mm. other. Mm -hmm. She says, we talked beforehand about what we enjoyed and what we did not enjoy during intimacy. But my partner left out one important detail about what he really likes and what he gets into. On our second sexual encounter, he asked me to use a toy on him anally. Mm. She said, this is something I've never done nor had any interest in doing. She says, since that failed attempt at intimacy, I've noticed that my partner has become distant towards me and refuses to talk to me about the situation whatsoever. She says, I think that he needs things sexually that I can't provide for him. I've been debating ending the relationship as this is a deal breaker for me. Mm -hmm. However, the only thing that is keeping me from doing so is he checks all the boxes otherwise. What should a woman do? Oh man. Perez, this is this is a tough one here. This is a tough one because I don't know. I'm Carl, I'm with you. I never encountered anything like that, nor have I ever wanted to. I'm Perez, I'm not freaky like that. I'll just say that. Where things, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know where things are in certain my rectum. You know I, I I I'm not there, so I don't I, I'm not sure is this some you know some guys like, but I can only speak for myself. Now I don't know if if my man is you know if he's dealing with something else or this is just really he just really enjoy you know that part of the the, the, the sex. <sighs> Prayers, I'm a little. I'm, I'm going to say this. If she cannot, if she can't think, if she, she's saying she can't do this. So if she can't do this and it's a deal breaker, but then he's changing, you know, he's being different towards her because she's not doing what he, he likes sexually, what, 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 what he gets off on. I don't see this lasting long, not unless one of them say, okay, I can do this or hey, I don't need to be, I don't need this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't see this, you know, because it's not like they're too strong on their on their stands here. If one of them don't bend on it, then I don't see this relationship going to because somebody because he might look for someplace else to get that get his his needs met. If it's not, if that's really uh, you know what I'm saying, if he's acting towards if he acting different towards her because she's not doing that one thing, then he's not satisfied, and then he might go someplace else and get it done. So, ah, prayers. I don't. This might be if they need to have a talk. If they can get past this, they must just go. She must just go ahead and go ahead and end the relationship now, and 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 do her thing. But this one, this one here is a, this one's different. Yeah, I mean, for me, first and foremost, I think that any relationship that you enter into, the communication has to be there. Meaning that mm -hmm. you guys had that conversation. Mm -hmm. The fact that he left that out, to me, that's a problem because he should have been forthcoming that hey, sure. this is what I like sexually. And I'm sure he probably left that out because he probably was thinking, oh, you may judge him, this mm -hmm. and that. Hey, everybody mm -hmm. has their things, man. Shit, right. I got kinks, whatever. Shit happens. Okay. That's oh, not one of them. Ain't one of them. But, yeah, hey, salute you. to him for whatever he likes. Hey, But he should have been up front. <clears throat> he should have been up front with you, Carla, that, hey, this is what I need. You know, because sometimes some people, the regular stuff, they just don't get it done for them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I don't knock them for it. What I knock this situation, what I knock this brother for in this situation is he should have told Carl, like, look, this is what I need. You know what I mean? And it gave you the choice of being able to say, this is something that I can do, or you could be like, no, this is not something I'm into. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
That's like the, the, the number one thing in a relationship with some guys, they want to fuck their woman in the ass. Okay. And some women are like, no, that's a hard right. pass. True. Now you might find like, you know, a little needle in a haystack where a chick be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. But if a guy, if that's a deal breaker for him, he needs to bring that shit up. You got to fucking talk to people about what it is that you like, what it is you don't like. Because you get into these convoluted situations like Carla's in right now. Because Carla, this ain't on you. That man didn't give you the option to Mm -hmm. let you know what he was into. Mm -hmm. Now he want to sit over here and be sensitive about it? He did that to himself. Mm -hmm. True. He wasted his time. Because... All he had to be like, hey, this is what I this is what I like. Are right, you into that? And you could have been like quickly, like, I've never done that. I'm not interested in it. If right. it's a deal breaker for you, then we don't have to go any further. But he didn't do that. True. Kept it to himself. And then when y'all got it in, then he's over here trying to get you to put something in his butt. That's kind of that's that's kind of awkward. It's kind of like one of those situations. You're like, wait a minute, what are we doing, sir? You know, so. Personally, I don't even know if it's, I mean, probably a conversation, but in my opinion, the man ain't even trying to talk to you about it. So what you going to do? Yeah. You you trying to bring it up to him. He's salty still. Uh, Prez, I, 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 here's the thing. There are certain things like, <laughs> Prez, like, it, <laughs> like uh, some women don't want their hair touch or whatever the case may be. Man, they, they, me, better, they, better, they better get over that shit. They have to touch, ladies. <laughs> I mean, for, for I mean, for me, is it worth you know saying not enjoying the night with your lady? I I don't know. I, if if you know what I'm saying, if, if that's a big, if that's a deal breaker, like ah, she won't shove nothing on my butt. Ah, man, I can't deal with her. I can't be with her. That's like. That's like that boomerang, like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> he you can't be with the woman because you got bad feet. Which is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, which is a real thing. I mean. Yeah, because ain't nobody trying to deal with that shit. <laughs> no. You got you got bunions and corns all over them yeah. suckers. You keep them shits to yourself, shorty. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's things you can do. But <laughs> I, I just, yeah, when we got this one, I was like, wow. Okay. It's different, but all right. Well, it's either, like you said, press, either going to. Ah, it's what you're gonna do if he if he's really not don't want to speak to you about it and just 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 dead dead just sit just hey listen I need this if not ain't nothing else to even talk about prayers really. But now she did say that the guy checks all these other boxes, right? Mm-hmm. So then, okay. in my opinion, I'm like, well, is there compromise? I don't know if this is an object that he wanted you to use on him, but maybe there's other things you could do. All this now, I know this is. This is we try to keep this show like kind of okay. maybe family related in, in mm-hmm. essence. I would tell any of our listeners um, under the age of 18 to close your ears for a second. There's okay. other things that potentially you might be able to do entice this man. You know, use your imagination, Carla. Maybe just try it on him and see, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he'll like that, right? You know, you got things you could do to his butt that mm-hmm. may not involve an object that might be true, against true. your, true. you know, your interest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like with any relationship sexually, there's going to be something that your partner may be into that you may slowly be like, oh, I don't know, I've never done that. Or, oh, I might do it, but only because you're asking me for it, right? You know how that stuff go, audience. I'm mm-hmm. not telling y'all nothing y'all don't know. So sometimes you got to meet the person halfway, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he got a little bit of a kink. Maybe you not you may not be into it as, as, as much as he's into it, Carla, but maybe y'all can kind of find some common ground and get a man a little something, something. If you, he's the great guy that you're saying that he is, right? Mm-hmm. I would hate the relationship to just fold because of, of this, even though it's a big thing, right? It's a big thing. But to Jules' point, if his needs aren't getting met, he's being distant, you don't know what he out here in these streets doing. He could be out here having somebody else doing that shit for him. Mm-hmm. So, Carla, try to have that conversation. Try to find some common ground. Maybe y'all need to go to, like, one of those, um, like, sex museums. Maybe go to, like, one of them. Maybe y'all can go to, like, one of those um, sex museums. And and maybe y'all can kind of, like, walk around and, like, just see different things, read different things, see different exhibits. And maybe you guys can then from there kind of bridge the gap and have these kind of conversations. There's other things you could do out here to make sure that y'all on the same page sexually. Because I will tell you. Sex is very important in a relationship. If you ain't got that bomb shit going on, 
People start straying. Look at that damn female cop down there in Tennessee, Jules. This oh. chick out here banging out every dude on the force. Oh, Mo Megan. Talk about, talk about taking one for the team. She took six for the team. Man, I know a husband. Like, what? Who the hell I married? But the, 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 the fact of the matter, though, is he's staying with her, though. The hell? Yeah, he's already made the announcement. He's staying with her. Said they're going to work through it. She worked through all that dick. He's going to work through trying to figure out the aftermath. Prez, you said that, and I had to. I almost got up from this table. <laughs> so I'm assuming, Jules, that you you ain't gonna be good with uh with that happening on your end. Ooh, snap. Man, I can't even I can't. there's no going back. Not six. That's like that LeBron shit. Remember, he's like, not one, not two, not three, not four. This motherfucker, six motherfuckers that she works with. I, you know, Prez, something up with, with Megan, man. Something's up with this girl. I don't know if she just, just she well, she just real promiscuous. I don't know her background or her story or whatever. I don't know if she had a, when she came up with something that triggered this thing and she had a, a problem or anything. But that's, this right here, six cats from the um, department on duty, showing pictures, talking about getting up with, uh getting up with the, uh, with the side pieces and their wives. Dude, it is. Damn, I know sex is fun and cool and all, but God, dog. <laughs> this is just. And, and you know what? And it's a bad look, man. You know, and it's a bad look. You will, you, you will, uh, public uh, uh, servant, you're a police officer. You, you're not supposed to. Listen, do that on your private time. If you want to go out and bang the, bang the department, do that on your private time. But y'all getting it in in the break rooms and, and roll call rooms, or whatever the, the case may be. In the yeah. weight room. In the weight room, you know. They was, they, was, they was doing that shit on the clock. You know, I know stuff happened. You know, I know stuff happened. I, I, hell, I hear and hear things and stuff. Like, I know things happen. But God, dog. I bet you do, you jackass. <laughs> 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 but this is just, this is just, this is, this is like some type of soap opera. <laughs> like what the world? I heard about this story, Prez, and I'm like, my God! And then I'm looking at Megan. I'm like, man, what the hell she got? <laughs> it's like, what the? Dude, right? She probably sucking the soul out of people. That's probably why they was lining up. Because she looked like she had no soul left in them eyes. When I saw that picture of her, I'm like, girl, are you dead in the face? <laughs> and her poor husband. Now, I, I, okay. Now, y'all know, audience, that I give, listen, I give women the benefit of the doubt. I want women to be able to go out there and do the same shit that men be out here doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But come on, man. Your, your husband, he what, he a park ranger? So he's kind of in the profession as well. Right. So you're making him look right. bad. Now, he like a joke to his coworkers and shit. I, that's all I'm saying, Press. You really have to be a strong, very strong uh, spouse, a person, human being to even endure what... You, when you look at it, it's all over the news. Also, people are making fun of this. And then you're with her, and you're looking at her. It's going to come up. It's always going to come up. Where's she going? Who's she talking to? Perez, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to last. I don't know if it's going to last. Not unless he's a simp. Not unless he's a simp. But he don't care because, it, like, if you ask the question, what was me? I, I, I don't know if I'd be able to trust because she going out somewhere. Like, where's she going? Who's she talking to? What's in the emails? You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, and I'm not an insecure brother, but it's like, man, this is happening. And then she, with six cats and also sharing other pictures that we know of. Right, because it could have been more. <laughs> right. I, man, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So, Jules, you brought up a couple of things that I want to unpack. I think it's the trust component, right? Because, you know, as you know from being married and audience for any of you guys out in relationships, once you break that trust, it's hard to get that shit back. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in situations where I've broken trust with people. It's not a good situation because then you have to take the time to earn that trust back. Right. And it's never going to be the same again. Right. Never going to be the same again. Now, this situation with Megan, I almost kind of feel like 
there's no coming back for these two. Because Jules, you brought up an excellent point. Anytime she leave the house, my man gonna what, what are you gonna do? Put a tracker on her car, right? Put a tracker on her cell phone. He needs to know her location at all times. That ain't no way to live. Mm-mm. No, no. But that's probably got to be the only way because how do you come back from the fact that she publicly humiliated him? It's man, tough, man. That's who. And she was going around bragging about the people and the size of their stuff. And all. Uh-uh. see, this, this is the thing. It's one thing, okay, fine. It's one thing to do this shit, Jules, but it's another thing for you to go around and, and publicly tell people what you're doing. Oh, she just didn't care. She was like, she liked it. She liked the attention. She liked it. And then when it turned around, maybe something he maybe something my man ain't doing at home. But still ain't no way for him to her to go out there and embarrass the man like that. Yeah, you don't get a man back like that. No, Jay-Z said uh-uh. it best. You don't do it. Right. You don't do that. Right. Do that. No, so I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I don't because right. we, we got we got feelings too now, audience, right. ladies. We got feelings too. Cause I and I hope that's not what he thinking. That's why he's staying with her. It's because maybe he's a vo- ignoring her or whatever the case may be. And I hope he's not thinking that because uh, bro, man. <laughs> and you know what, Jules? I read somewhere where they said that she claimed that they were in an open relationship. But the husband, I don't think he agreed to all that because I think they was so one of the issues or one of the situations that happened was they were at a at a, at a co-worker's place and the husband, I guess, walked in on her making out with the co-worker's wife. And I guess they said the husband didn't seem comfortable with the situation. So obviously he wasn't in on the open relationship, which brings us back to that listener letter we had from Carla. That yeah. is why people, when they get in these relationships, you have to disclose what you're into. If you want to be open, cool. True. Right. Disclose that. Hey, right, right. I'm more of a poly guy or a poly woman. I don't want to be monogamous. Then have that conversation. That way you can see, okay, this person's not for me. I need to find somebody that's into that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like she's into that lifestyle. My man isn't. You're going to have these type of problems because she ain't getting what she needs and she's going to go out there and seek it out. Now, the other thing that I have on this story is, folks, stop getting into these like sexual relations with people that you work with. That shit never ends well. Mm-hmm. I've done that in the past. It's awkward when the shit's over with. It's all fun and fun in the beginning. But man, when that shit ends and you got to see that motherfucker every day, come on now. Don't do that to yourselves. Don't do it to yourselves. Mm-mm. And no piece of nothing worth me losing my damn job over. These cats lost their jobs over this shit. Yeah, right. Dude, you got fired, so, you know, you're not collecting uh, a pension. I know that's here. I know that's that's how it's here. I'm not sure if it's in... Uh, Same uh, there. Right okay, there. in Tennessee. Okay. Okay. But, man, for what? For a couple minutes? Probably not even. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially if she got them skill sets that everybody was saying. Right, she busting at thirty seven. Oh shit! Oh, fuck. Mother was probably superhead over there. <laughs> right. I mean, you got to when you were five, like she was. You gotta have something. Oh, <clears throat> true, true, true. That. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, because that that motherfucker was Avis. If I ain't never seen Avis, and you know the slugger for Avis, try harder. Megan was over there trying her hardest. That's why them six brothers lost their jobs. Man. Try hard at home. Try hard at home, Megan. Well, now you really got to try hard at home now. I mean. I bet that man be getting the, he be hurt, be getting the heap of that shit this week. I couldn't be his brother or his friend or anything. Could you imagine, Jules, if that was me and you was over here like, because I know you were a nice guy. You uh-huh. wouldn't publicly hit me. But you'd be like, oh, <laughs> Press. You, you, you good? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, man, come on, man. Let's 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 hey, let's let's go have let's go have a drink, man. Let's let's rap. <laughs> then I'll start crying for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from all around you. It's all right, man. It's all right. I say you see them two over there. <laughs> <laughs> they both you. <laughs> yeah, and you be like, and they upgrade over Megan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, you saw those fools. 
We're fools. Yes, sir. Hey, we just honest fools. We honest fools. <laughs> we oh. say it what other people think, but you don't yes. say a lot of people just, you know, listen, we going to say it. I, I am not going to get on this microphone and tell y'all some bullshit. If that was me, that'd be hard publicly. Okay, now I'll say this, Jules. I'm okay. taking the L behind closed scenes, behind mm-hmm. closed doors. I'm okay. taking the L privately. The shit don't make it any better. But you publicly do that to me? Oh, mm. no. Oh, I'm clowning. Oh, shit. I'm clowning. I'm clowning. I got you a free. Pro- I, you, you talking about a, a free pass? Oh, you don't want me back out here. Listen, that jersey will come off, the, off that raft. <laughs> <laughs> shit, all right. You're going to shatter the glass, break in case of emergency. <laughs> Remember that commercial with Shaquille? Take it to the hole, Shaquille. That'll be me. Take it to the hole, Oh, Chris. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, me none left of that shit. You do that to me privately? God damn. Fine. Publicly? Oh. I am destroying. <laughs> he said be none left. Damn, I'm none. killing a woman, man. What the hell? Someone call 911. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Speaking of calling 911, man. Mm. And, and this, this is the cops going wild segment because now we got this fucking fuckboy cop over here raping women, serial oh, rapists. Geez. Jules, what's going on with the profession, man? Y'all some freaks. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> this, this dude here, he needs to be castrated. Over two years of, not two years, two, 20 years of doing this. It went back two decades of sexual offense and raping women for two decades. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, bro, come on, man. You got to, it goes to show you, man, the climate, you know, we just got bad people out here, man. It's just got bad people out there. And then he's in a profession where he's supposed to be protecting women from rapists. He over there raping women, you you know, and using his profile. He probably, raping using himself. His, right. You're probably using it, using the position for for his advantage, too. I'm pretty sure he has. Well, of course he was, Jules. Man. Of course he was. He's using these dating websites for one thing, but now he's got this position and this power and his authority. Mm-hmm. So what these women going to do? Right. They're not going to come uh, quickly come forward like, yeah, you know, but he's a police officer. probably threatening them and everything. You know, he know where these people stay at and threatening them, yep. themselves, their families. I mean, I'm glad he's off the streets. This dude needs to do life in prison. And, you know, my heart's in prison. Go out to these women because, man, now their lives have changed. And it's, it's, it's messed up, man. And, 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 and what really was messed up because he's in the profession. People come to, people come to him for help. And that's what I'm like, man. A, a dirty officer, a dirty cop is is worse than a criminal. I I I I I strongly agree. There's no difference in it. A criminal, somebody do bad things and doing something to hurt others, is a criminal. And we don't want people like that on the job. You make it bad for everybody. We don't want that. And it's just messed up. I hear and read stories like this, and I look in the profession, and that's why. You know, the officers, a majority of us out there just want to go out there and do our job and do it well. But we get hit with backlash because of rogue officers. And Jules, too, I was even looking at the details of what he was doing to these people, man. It was He was on some psychological, like, just breaking people down shit. Mm. He was controlling what these women wore, what they ate, where they slept, and even stopped some of them from speaking to their own children. Damn, what is it? Damn. Pipe Piper, really? A coke motherfucker? I mean. But you know what? It takes one person. And there was one woman that was strong enough to report him. And that's mm-hmm. what happened in 2021. She came out and told everybody what he did to her. And that's when we see these situations happen with someone that does all this crime and does all this dirt. And they get away with it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get one person that's brave enough to come out. And mm-hmm. say, hey, you know yes. what? This is the right. Then it gives other people the voice and the power to yep. say something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The problem that I have in situations, and I'm not talking about this situation, the problem I have is in situations where people understand this we're in this climate where we have the Me Too and the things that have happened to women violently, and the guys have gotten away from got away with this shit for decades. I'm happy that people like this officer is getting what they deserve. Mm. But what I don't respect are people that understand the climate that we're in and they use that to their advantage by falsely accusing people of things that Mm -hmm. don't happen. Mm -hmm. 
We got to stop that. If somebody did something to you, go out there and report that shit. If someone did do something to you, you just mad at somebody for something else, don't be out here accusing people of stuff. Don't ruin somebody's reputation because you upset with them. We're seeing way too many of these situations going on. And right now, in this climate, a man can't defend himself if a woman says that this guy attacked her or he mm -hmm. did this to me and he did that to me. Mm -hmm. Now, this cop is a piece of shit. True. But we also see other situations where these situations happen and it's false. We talked about it last week on the show. When I was asking Jules about when you have guys that call about domestic violence and how people don't take that shit serious. Right. We had three listeners that emailed us and told me about their personal situations of how police officers in the city of Chicago came out to their homes, Jules, and laughed at them when they said, well, my wife put hands on me. They came and laughed at these dudes. God damn. But it wouldn't have been no laughing if the call would have been on the other end of the That's not right. Mm -hmm. Like I said last week, we want to talk about equality. Well, let's have it. I'm down for equality. But these women that were assaulted by this cop, they deserve justice. Yes. You women out here that's looking for clout, you don't deserve shit. But loneliness. And the west side of the bed for the rest of your life, honestly. Yeah, because when the dude fuck her, forget about it. <laughs> dude, I never heard that, man. I like that, dude. The west side of the bed. I'm here all day, Jules. I'm here all day. <laughs> Okay, I like that. I'm gonna use it. But no, man, 24 cases of rape by this officer. Mm, yeah, yeah. Sexual assault. Sexual assault, yeah. Assault by penetration. So he's on that weirdo shit. Mm -hmm. Controlling them excessively, bro. False imprisonment. Now, we all know what that false imprisonment shit is. Mm -hmm. Holding somebody against their will, right, Jules? Right, right. Attempted rape. Attempted sexual assault by penetration. Forcing someone to engage in the sexual act without their consent. Yeah, that's that's right. What are we doing out here, man? man. What are we doing? Man, he could. He better be cooked. He could. I hope he get penetrated in, in the prison over there. Hey, prisoners in the UK, anybody get this show? Hey, when David Carrick get up in there, give him the hero's welcome. You know, he 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 he's striking out because not only he going there for, for rape, he also an officer too. So he he gonna have it hard. No pun intended. He's gonna have it hard in the, in that in, in, in prison. <laughs> so he's gonna get what he got coming. Trust me. He's gonna get it. And that's 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 terrible it's terrible you know you get bad people out here and then and it's terrible and i hate to hear stuff like that which we're gonna talk about empathy and uh, later on the show but it's like i said my, i feel for these ladies I, I feel for them because it's not it's not supposed to happen it's not supposed to happen no it's not it's not well Jules, before we get into our empathy mm -hmm. piece one thing that i don't have empathy for is obviously the state of florida at okay. one point, man, Florida, I love Florida. As a kid, that was the first place I went on vacation when I was 12. We went to Disney. I thought it was the most magical place on earth. Now, it is. Adult, it is, Press. It is magical. No, it ain't. It's a <laughs> wasteland of America. Dude, I had, I have never been, man. Never been. Well, I'm sure in the future, you know what I'm saying, if y'all have additions to the family, y'all probably take them to Disney or something like that. Fine. Uh -huh. Okay. Let's keep it there, man, because that Florida... They, they, they pissed me off, Jules. Now, last year, they didn't want the critical race theory being spoken in schools. Mm -hmm. Now, DeSantis passed a bill where he don't want anything related to the black experience being discussed because he's worried about the feelings of people that he shouldn't be worried about. Worry about the people that sit here and don't understand their history. Mm -hmm. You worried about people feeling guilt. Fuck their guilt. Y'all should feel guilty. Shit, it, that's what we talking about with empathy because right, right. if something happens to somebody else I can have empathy for them mm -hmm. just because you were tired of hearing about something oh well, that happened four years and years ago my family didn't own slaves I didn't do anything to anyone you're culpable too Okay, mm -hmm. I want to hear that shit because if that's the first thing out of your head you your family don't how the hell you know they didn't own slaves 
You don't know that. We got to have empathy. That shit can't be one-sided. When you see bills like that pass, people, we got to wake the fuck up. Wake up. Why is it that they're doing this? Just think about it. Think about one reason why they would pass a bill like this. People out here hungry. Schools underfunded. Mm -hmm. But this is the thing that we put our fucking focus and attention on? Why? Press, I don't know what to... It 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 asks the question, uh, like you said, what's what's really going on? Why is this even? Why is this even brought up? Again, we talked about this plenty of time on the show. Black history is American history. Sure. I mean, there's nothing in America you can talk about without black people in it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Consider we built this country, right? I get and somewhat okay, critical race theory. It's it's a ugly, it's it's ugly part of America that you know it, let's be honest, a lot of people, you know, some people don't want this to, to be out. And I, I, I get it, you know, it's like having a, a secret in a closet, you don't want to expose. But guess what? It happened. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's I mean, it's all everywhere. I mean, if you don't know about it, I mean you living in the, your head in the sand i mean stuff happened in america that we're not proud of stuff happened to all race in america that we, we sh people shouldn't be proud of i mean but you can't just say all right enough with if you call it wokeism enough with critical race theory it's simple you know you teach you teach the material that happened it's history you, you teach it so people can understand that's all so that's how you build empathy. That's how, that's all, you know, it's, it all goes in hand in hand, right? You know, so it should be. That's right. Should I mean, because we were, we were forced the right. whitewashed version of history. Right. What critical race theory is doing is basically flipping history on its back and saying, listen, <laughs> we were there too. Right. And we weren't just slaves. Mm -hmm. We were inventors, we were entrepreneurs. Right. But see, right. they don't want that shit out there. They don't want anything out there about black excellence. Dude, That's my problem. Man, Perez, you brought up a good point. My wife and I, we was watching Hidden Figures yesterday. And That's why, cool. and why out of school, why, I, we, Perez, we've been in school. I said, this is crazy. How did they, they it's, it's a good thing. They, I mean, it's not a good thing. It's, 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 it's ironic. It's, it's crazy how I call Hidden Figures because they hit that thing. I never knew nothing about that beautiful exactly. woman. Exactly. Or and the beautiful women. The people. Give, give props to where it's due. You want to show, the, you want to say, yeah, we whipped or we, we, we what, chain or we couldn't speak or we get killed if we learn how to, all this. But what are you saying? Uh, you, you have a lot of black, black excellence and just want to dumb down that and don't even want to, why? It's because it's, 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 it shows, it shows uh, success. It shows positivity about black people. I mean, Perez, this thing is, is deeper than just saying, hey, we don't want it. We're tired of, uh, of, of uh, we don't want to teach this in, in schools. It goes beyond just, okay, all right, who was the first person that died in the, in the Civil War or something like that, in, in a Revolutionary War? You know, it's more than black people who was forced from their land, stripped from their family, stripped from their heritage and their language and their culture to, withstand all that to be to be whipped if you're not bringing in enough cotton or to be whipped if you if you if you go against the, the oppressor or killed you know babies getting ripped from from their from their uh their mothers and their parents mm. but and then and it, but then still still with all that going around you in a hostile not even the hostile nation not knowing the language and things like that to to bring beauty into it is amazing. It's just amazing. It's just amazing what our people can do and, 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 and while looking at, at the barrel of a gun. What, what we still were able to do with all this stuff going on, and then you have today, in 2023, you have people who've been privileged, or whatever the case may be, I don't know, but don't has, doesn't have, their ancestors haven't had it rough like our ancestors had to say, hey, you know what? We need to end with this critical race theory and wokeism it's like dude no come on just come on i 
that's there's there's your empathy. There's there's your somebody that's not showing empathy and being sympathetic. I mean, it's it's you know it it should be you should be uh, uh appreciative and say hey yeah people need to know their history. I mean it, it's it's in the books now. You can just look it up on your phone. What happened? You know, I mean, you get the right things because as we was growing up, prayers we like I said we got the watered down version. Okay, this will happen. Now we're seeing there's more to it, and then there's 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 also blacks ex excellence during that time too that so, we were never taught about. That we was never taught about. I mean, there was nothing in our history where we learned about the Harlem Renaissance. Nothing about that, mm -hmm. and that is why we did our series of episodes, season two, where we wanted to make sure that you guys all understood black excellence and the inventors and the people in black history that made a difference in American history to the point that Jules made earlier in this segment. And I want people to understand that the reason why I have a problem with this whole situation is they're trying to shield children away from understanding the truth. Mm -hmm. So we want to continue to lie to children like Jules and I would lie to. We, we right. had no idea right. that this country was founded on the theft of land and labor. That's what it was. Now, I had I got into a really interesting, I wouldn't say it was a debate. It was an interesting conversation with a guy that said, hey, you know, I've been listening to your shows. And I remember, you know, you guys one time talked about, you know, Columbus. And he said, I'm conflicted about that because he said, you know, I've always just, you know, thought that Columbus was a hero. And, you know, I know that the things that have came out now and I struggle with that. Well, and I said, well, imagine the opposite side of that if you were the people that were affected exactly. by that. Right. Exactly. Would, would you be happy with somebody having a statue and that person was a rapist and a, and a thief and he claimed that he discovered something that was already discovered? Yeah, a murderer. And a murderer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of Native yeah. Americans. I mean, right. You know what I said to him? I said, bro, you would be upset if you did all this work on a project for work and somebody fucking took that shit from you at the last minute to put their name on it and presented it. That man got quiet. Right, that's the example prayers where you talking about where we was forced, where we was was spoon fed this, uh, you know, with Thanksgiving and and Christopher Columbus discovered America. It was like, oh man, cool, man, man. Without Christopher Columbus, we wouldn't have America. Man, it's a good dude, and that's why he got a holiday. Nice, I love it. Get a day off from school, get 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 overtime for work, but then get the, get the history up. Like, god damn, well, this, we got a holiday off this dude, <laughs> my man, man. And, and I know that there's a, a population of people that's gonna listen to this show and they'll be like. Man, Prez, you know, you put it all on us and, you know, we we, we here for you and we and we support you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And I, and I can understand that. But I also understand that there's a fraction of people out there that sit here and say, why is it always got to be about race? So they want to use the term woke, which is the new N word to me. Anybody that says that shit woke around me, I'm like, OK, I know where you at. See, it's little buzzwords that people use now uh -huh. after everything got exposed in 2020 and now everybody got their little words. Yeah. We know. Oh. And woke is the new N-word. Because we know what you're trying to say. But my point is, is that kids in this new generation should understand history, the real history of this United States. And guess what? You can't hide this racist past because guess what? It is what it is. Right. It is what it is. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm like. It's like, it's it's out there. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing I had. So my wife and I, we always talk about the critical race theory, try to figure out what it is. You know, of course, it is it, defined as for whatever party you 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 hold or you roll with is divide is defined differently. You know, if you somebody on the right is teaching uh, wokeism about you know you being, uh, you know, just just you want you want just you brainwashing white white kids or whatever the case may be. On the left, you teaching true history. Okay, all right, listen. All right, what are we talk about and listen that we're talking about compare uh compromising. There is a compromise to this. There is a compromise. Cause I I get on what the people who doesn't like who who's not with CRT and, and all that stuff, they don't want the teachers to to kind of persuade and 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 uh the kids' minds on, well, you are privileged or whatever they okay, I, I not okay, that's fine. So how you how you compromise that? How you combat that is you just teach the history of how what it happened. You don't have to give your opinion or I think what you you know or try to say have white people feel bad or something like that. I you know 
but just this is what happened. And just give the facts. Just let the facts, you know, just play out. You, you teach this thing, that's how, how it happened. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be hard. I mean, we shouldn't even have this discussion, really. But, okay, we having it because, you know, there's some people out here just think that, you know, just want to keep, keep promote, uh, keep talking about America and, and, and its ugly past. And we need to move forward and, you know, and all that other stuff. But, I mean, if you seriously have this conversation and have the lesson and teach them what happened, the actual fact, the facts, then we wouldn't have to worry about <laughs> critical race theory any like. I get that. I think I want to just kind of end the loop on this one just by saying that. And I, and, I, and Jules, I understand what you were saying and kind of bringing up that alternate point because I know a lot of people do feel this way out here. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to be crystal clear in the way that I see it. I don't give a fuck about white people being uncomfortable. You want to talk about true uncomfort? And it's a point that you brought up earlier, Jules. Our ancestors were uncomfortable. They mm -hmm. had their no, damn very. children stripped away from them. Mm-hmm. Homes being that they were ripped out of. Families uh, torn apart. The trajectory of a lot of these families are still dealing with the after effects of what took place back then. People not knowing who they are. People got to do these 23andMe things just to try to find people in their family that they're connected with. I know there's people on the other side, they do that 23andMe, but it's more out of curiosity. On our side, we're doing it because we genuinely are trying to connect with our people that were taken away. So I don't care about the uncomfort. This all this bill was Florida did. They're trying to make white people comfortable. We got to stop doing things for one side to make them feel comfortable. Because when you bring up these things that happen in history, it ain't just about appeasing black people. It's just about telling the damn real story. Exactly. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Point blank. Mm -hmm. Listen, there's things in history that aren't good that we did. Tell the story. I don't care. I want the real story to be on the record. There's people in this world that hate people that look like me and Jules for no goddamn good reason. And it's because they were taught that we were inferior because the media will put an image out there of us that we're fucking killers and rapers and murderers and we're dangerous right? and we're unhinged and we're angry. But we're not. We're content creators. We're entrepreneurs. We're husbands, we're fathers, we're sons, we're uncles, friends, people, human beings. That is why critical race theory is important. Because it's important for the young generation that's coming up to see us in that light and not see us for how we were painted in history, in chains, shackled, less than. When we talk about this subject on this show today, we're talking about empathy. This is what we're talking about. Just because I personally don't understand the plight of somebody doesn't mean my heart can't go out for them. There's so many people that walk around this world right now, Jules, that they are very unempathetic towards people. They can see someone on the sidewalk on the street, laying there, something wrong with them. Mm. They walk right past them. Why is that? Why are we in that way in this society? Is that meeting that you're on your way to that much more important than a human being that's on the sidewalk that's, that needs some sort of assistance? Someone on the sidewalk, hungry. Someone on the sidewalk that's out there in those negative degree temperatures. We're not the proper clothing on. Why do we not have empathy towards those people? We can go back into our three, $400,000 homes and our expensive cars. But we have no empathy towards those people. I hear people out here using terms calling people bums. Mm. That's the most offensive shit you could ever say to somebody. We had those migrants that got sent here. How do we not have empathy for the plight of those people? Those people are no different than my grandmother and her people from the South that migrated up here to Chicago. True. Yep. I think it was called the Great Migration, ain't it? That's what it was called. Mm -hmm. Those people weren't second-class citizens. They were trying to, to create opportunity for themselves because life as it was down in that Jim Crow South wasn't it. They were coming up here to the North because in their mind, you get up North, they're going to treat you a little better. 
and you can have more opportunity. Well, sadly, the day realized they came to Chicago, and Chicago one of the most segregated racist cities in the fucking world. I tell people that all the time. It's sad, but anytime I go somewhere else, Jules, I travel all the time. Tell me why is it I was in Michigan, of all places. I didn't feel a tinge of nothing. Mm. In my own home city, where I grew up in, where I got a fucking Chicago flag tattooed on me, I go in places sometimes and I feel like people are looking at me like I'm a goddamn piece of shit. That's no empathy. Mm. You don't know me. You don't know what I have going on. I have feelings and emotions and conflicts just like anybody else. So my question, Jules, in the beginning, why is it that we can walk past people like that easily and have no regard for them? Press, man, you, man, you said it, you impacted a lot there, man. And that is the, if we can, if we can answer that question, this world would be a whole lot better. I mean, it's messed up because that right there is taught at an early age. The problem is empathy is all empathy is, is understanding. That's all it is, is understanding. We talked about DeSantis not understanding the CRT. We talk about the people in the South not understanding what, you know, some not understanding what people of our, you know, our culture and our, 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 our you know, our people went through. It's all understanding. It's all, and, and you know what the thing is, it's privilege. It's sometimes people are, are privileged and, and it's an attitude that needs to be eradicated because you know, you know less and you know greater than anybody. We're all equal. And there's something simple as helping to somebody and show empathy to somebody. It's, it's, it's simple and it's easy and it costs nothing. But unfortunately, since we are all, since we're human beings and we all have flaws and those one of the bigger flaws a lot of people have and it's, and it's, and it's messed up and you know, I work in a profession where I show empathy a lot. When I'm off, I still show empathy. But that's how we was raised, Press. I was walking, I was coming from the gym, and I went to Walgreens. And I saw an older older cat, he was having trouble getting getting walking to, to the other side of his car. He, he put his walker in the backseat and he had a hard time walking to the car. I'm walking past and I looked at him. I said, and I asked, are you, you all right? He just said he, he needed to get to the driver's side of the car. Okay. All right. So we, you know, I'm helping him walking. And then a couple other people came by. Is he okay? Do you need help? And dude, that is the power of empathy and showing compassion and, it's infectious where, I mean, if everybody just have this, you know how much better this world would be? No bigotry, no racism, kind to our fellow man, woman, and it feels good. It's, empathy is powerful, man. But like this world and, and everything else, there's good and bad, the He-Man and Skeletor. And then a lot of times the Skeletor wins. It's just, it's just a shame that we have to live through that, live through it. It's such as life, right? And it's, and it's, and it's the ugly side of it. That's why we always say, hey, you always look at the man in the mirror. You always look mm -hmm. at yourself and what you can do. And if you go out there like I did in Walgreens and show that empathy side and other people see that, it will it'll be contagious and somebody will do it. It's like that, it's like that commercial press. Like I haven't seen this commercial in years, but it's like a, like a commercial, like somebody helps somebody and they see it and somebody else helps somebody because they saw that they help somebody else. And it, it's a domino effect. That, that right there, we need, we need, we need 
empty in this world. We need it because people are hurting. People are hurting and to understand their hurt, to be there for them. Man, it, it, you turn this, man, you turn this, you flip, you do a 180 on this world, press. You do a 180. Great points. You know, I think it just comes down to what we were talking about earlier, is just putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. And that was something that, like you said earlier, that was something that was embedded in us. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, my mother, shit, aunts, cousins, they always reminded me, hey, don't judge. Because you don't know what that person's got going on. Imagine being in their shoes. And that's why when we try to give advice to people in those listening letters, audience, I try to have empathy for both people involved, unless the other person is a total piece of shit. Right, true, judging. true, true, true. You know, I still try to I still try to start off with empathy now. Because I always try to say, well, listen, even with the gentleman today, I say, hey, you know what? That's what he's into. That's not his. He has every right to be into what he wants, but he just has to communicate what he wants, what he needs. Right. So that's me showing empathy towards him. Now, in my everyday life, having empathy can be in many different ways. Right. That's something that I've learned, Jules, in the last couple of years. So I have just a little bit of grace for folks and say, you know what? It's one thing for these people to not know. And if they're willing to learn, then I can have empathy for them. Now, if they don't know and they want to continue to spread bullshit and fake rhetoric and misinformation out there, then I don't have empathy for you. Jules, you said having empathy for people. It makes the world a happier and healthier place. Now, you mm-hmm. helping that gentleman out. If you had walked past him and didn't stop, I guarantee the other two people would have walked up and asked and offered exactly. for Exactly. Exactly. Right. See, having empathy, it moves other people to act and to respond. That's what it's all about. We get back to being who we really were as a country. I know everybody wrote on that whole make America great again thing and everybody thought it was funny and thought it was all jokes until people were hurt by that. Until people died behind that ideology. America was great when we cared about each other. We are not that today. And sometimes, Jules, I wonder if we'll ever get back to that. But each of us could do our part in our own lives to try to make this fucking country great. And maybe somebody will follow your example like they did with Jules. Maybe somebody will follow your example if someone's out here hungry and you bring somebody a meal. Maybe somebody else will see that. We've highlighted all of these different businesses during the pandemic that were sending meals to kids' homes, that were making sure that elderly people had meals. That's having empathy. That's putting yourself in that shoe and thinking, if that were my grandmother, if that was my child, I would want them to have a warm meal. We need to get back to that in this world. We got to stop thinking about ourselves. It's the easy thing to do to be selfish. And sometimes it's okay to be selfish. But there's also people in this world with us. We're not walking in this world alone. And sometimes we got to, and I feel like, Jules, we got to stop acting like we're walking around and we're the only person in the world. We're the only person that's impacted by the things that's going on in this world because we're not. There's people that you come across on a day-to-day basis. Be kind to folks. You never know what they're going through. Jules and I have talked about on this, on this show people that are in dark places. You never know what a kind word can do for somebody. That shit will go a long way. That is the power of having empathy, man. That's what we all can learn for. Having our young children being raised to treat everybody with respect. Imagine the next generation and how powerful they'll be having those valuable lessons behind them. That's what it's all about. Jules, going to hit them with that curtain call, bro. Perez, this curtain call goes out to Gray Matter Experience. In an effort to support Black youth and strengthen their ties to the community, Gray Matter Experience offers entrepreneurial experience programs to underserved high school students. Through real-world experience, the program educate, empower, and assess students in creating their own businesses and positively impacting their self-worth. There are numerous volunteer opportunities at Gray Matter Experience, including roles for guest speaking, workshop facilitators, and drop-in mentors. Our very own Perez spent time with these students in this program. Great Matters Experience and Press 
<laughs> pulling back the curtain and I salute you and appreciate all your hard work. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. And like I said, always when we do these audience, there's many ways we can give back. And a lot of you guys are listening to the show. A lot of times you guys will reach out to us and say, hey, you know, I reached out with a donation or I reached out to volunteer. This is another great organization. These are a great group of kids. Anything you guys are willing to do, these organizations could definitely utilize the help. As always, we appreciate your continued support of our platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.